Today's episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast is sponsored by Chasing Aces Golf. Golf comes with pressures and expectations, and that includes what you wear. Chasing Aces hats, performance polos, and t-shirts keep you looking sharp from the clubhouse to the tee box. Visit ChasingAcesGolf.com. You can find them on Instagram as well at Chasing Aces Golf. Even the best are Chasing Aces. What are you going to try tomorrow? I was thinking about trying a spinnier ball on the lower setting. And I got some on XVs. A spinnier ball? Yeah, because the, the minus one degree is really low spin. And that are I you like... noticing that? No, yeah, I know that. No, no, I'm saying are you noticing it dramatically, like since you've switched to that head? Well, I was telling you, right? So like the standard neutral ten and a half is launching higher, so I'm not getting I'm getting a good amount of carry, like two seventy probably on average, but it's just not like rolling out. So uh-huh. It's just launching so high. If I turn it down a degree, maybe it'll launch better, but the spin will carry it a little bit further, and I'll get some more run out. Yeah, it's going to open it up a little bit too, though. Yeah, no, well, at Paiute, I played the the one degree down, and I was hitting it great. It was just nice. You know, it was just super low and low spin. It was just you know for low bullets. But if I if I had a bit more spin, maybe it would just kind of launch a little bit better and rock it out there i'm really looking forward to the triad balls showing up if and when they ever do because i've heard a lot of people that have been playing it say that it's a really good golf ball i mean i'm happy with the srex on I've, I've been playing the xv you know for a couple months now and you know i made my way around national with one ball um i'm i'm pretty happy with it it holds up nice um i i don't get a ton of spin out of it though so that's why i was curious well, the XV is a bit spinnier ball than the Z Star, and I know. Remember when I got these, I I stopped playing them because they were spinning too much off my driver. So, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Maybe you know what'd be so cool is if you go to a driving range and like pick the type of ball you want to hit, and because obviously PGA yeah, Tour cool. players get to do that and they have their own balls and yeah, they pick them and they they separate them and then like a tent or whatever. It'd be so cool to be like, hey. I need a spinnier ball to test this out. I need a, you know, less spin ball. Dude, to... do the Bridgestone ball fitting. I mean, come on. Or my golf spy, right? Actually, that one Bridgestone worked pretty well for me. But. They hold up pretty well, too. Yeah. So how weird was it having the tournament in on Monday? It's odd. If we haven't had that happen in a while. Mm-mm. Especially one... I mean, it may have happened. I, I can't honestly remember the last time it happened. Jeremy, if you want to find out, you can. Um, but uh, I think because it was like a predominant tournament, right. it ending on a Monday was much more like, you're much more aware of it. You yeah, know? I, got you to, actually, I got to work today and I was like doing stuff and it was like 9.30 and I was like, oh shit, the players, final round today <laughs> on a Monday. It just felt yeah. kind of odd. Uh, the kids didn't have school today, so they got to sleep in a little bit. And so my day got off to a slow start, which was nice because had some coffee, watched some golf, and it was pretty cool. What was pretty the day? Cool. Uh, it was no school for the kids' day. I think oh. it was like end of term three or something. Yeah, it's one of those weird no school for no reason days. Hmm. 
which is why we're vastly falling behind China because they go to school no matter what. Like Ace Rosenthal Day or something. <laughs> some <laughs> random ass Nevada holiday. Yeah, some freaking Harry Reid Sisolak <laughs> parade. I I don't know. So Monday finish. Uh, yeah. Last one actually was last year, 2021 at the Northern Trust. I think that's when didn't a Tony win playoff, that? right? Yeah. No, that was was Northern Trust a playoff? No, or is it that the last one before the playoffs? Because it's the BMW. That wasn't the one. DJ blew it out, right? Maybe it was because it rained so crazy and they had to yeah, stop. Yeah, they had the hurricane. It was, so soft. it was hurricane season. And Fino they, uh, won the Liberty FedEx at Liberty National. Huge. No, he won Liberty National. That was Northern Trust. Was it Northern Trust? Why do I yeah. have that down? As, oh, huh. wait, I got to look at the last season. Duh. I think. I still don't have that down as a Northern Trust. I'm just so it. confused. Like they, It seems like they've moved... Moved the uh, the Northern Trust used to be at TPC Boston. Yeah, and that's they, that's where DJ won that one at. Yeah, 20, like twenty eight under or something. Yeah, I have Fino as the FedEx St. Jude's winner. Really? No, he it won Northern Trust last National. year. Yeah, he won definitely last year Liberty at Liberty. National. Yeah, that's the one that got mm-hmm. delayed to a Monday because of hurricane. The hurricane. Where I had a bet on Cam Smith who lost it in the playoff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're so wishy-washy with him. When, when you bet on him, he doesn't win. When you don't, he does. Uh, but, man, some gr- some great golf coming down the stretch today. Yeah. I, I watched quite a bit of it because I was out in the in the office here doing some work and just had it on in the background. So any, I was listening anytime something exciting happened. No, I flip it on. Did did you guys, either one of you, see Paul Casey's ball land in a fairway divot? Yeah, the or way fairway it rolled uh, into pitch a, mark. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh wow. yeah, I did see that. I mean, like there was a magnet in that I hole. I saw it. Did he it get like, relief from it though? No. Oh, he didn't get relief from that. Okay. Mm-mm. But I thought they were if playing lift his, in place. No, the ball was down starting uh, Sunday. They played it down. Wow. I did I see it land started. there, and I was like, oh, he. You know, it's so oh, it soft that his ball in. hit there. It what what was that old marble game that were Marble Madness? I don't know. Trouble or what I don't know. One where the the marbles would roll and then they just fall in the hole. It, it looked just yeah. like that. Like it got sucked into it. It was so I mean, he definitely had the power to go for that green and two and, and hit a beautiful drive. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks. You never know what could have happened with that. Yeah, he was he was playing well too. Oh, let's let's get into what we did um, before we get into the the PGA stuff. It was just it was weird that it ended on a Monday. My my day is all screwed up because of it. Didn't get done what I wanted to get done because I was watching golf too much. Yeah, but. I was like, why am I working on a Sunday? There's nothing really going on. <laughs> and I was Eric actually stayed home and worked from home today, and so uh, I was surprised he didn't come out and go. Why are you watching golf on Monday? <laughs> Yeah, it was odd. But but it was yeah, it was definitely odd. So um where uh you guys got out to uh Jeremy of all places, Paiute. Imagine yeah. that. Shocker. Wow. Yeah, shocker. Been a while. I sent a, uh I sent a nice little text message to uh Peeler, Dan, Jeremy, and Reed with a nice big middle finger to all of them because all of them fucks told me can't play in the skins game on Saturday, got plans. And then I see all of them <laughs> playing together at Paiute on Saturday afternoon. I'm like, what a bunch of assholes. That was our plan. 
Those were your plans. <laughs> no. Got I think it's funny plans. because Kyle's plans, Reed's, and mine all fell through. So Kyle started. <laughs> he's like, hey, I, I have a group at Paiute. So we all took it. Nice. But it's nice. the best Good place. Fruit. It's the best time to play at Paiute, really. It's the, when the sun's going down, coming down the stretch. It's, oh, it's my and favorite. you guys played snow, and that closing mm-hmm. no on snow yeah. is just amazing with the sun going down. Yeah. Yep. Paiute so I asked Paiute. you how it was, but I was, we were just out there, so I know how it is. So. Yep. How's Joe, the wind? let's talk about Coyote. How's the wind out there? Uh, it really wasn't that bad. There was not much wind. It was like yeah. maybe 10 at the most, but. Saturday was a nice all. day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I played the Yote on Sunday. Uh, played with uh, the West Bros and Trey. Um, Trey asked me a few weeks ago to play, so I told him I probably can. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was it was the Yote. The it was a little disappointing on the the greens. Kind of were a little skippy and like. I don't know, like half fixed, half fixed pitch marks. It was, it was weird. Um, nothing like I've seen at the Yote before. I mean, they weren't bad, but, um, I just couldn't get the greens down. Uh, Trey's ball skipped quite a few times and a lot of bounces happened like random sprouts. Um, I'm sure that place has been getting a ton of play lately. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there was no wind out there, which was nice to see a uh, bit of a frost delay. The range balls had some ice on them. Um, but it was it was a good time played we all played like trash um I f- which is weird though because i feel like i hit a lot of really really quality shots and i just i know i three putted like back to back a couple holes but um yeah i mean it's, it's always good to get out to the goat great great layout so, good fun i i was i wanted to ask you about this i may save it for deep thoughts but i'll, I'll we can preface it here a little bit um do you think your game is up to par to play 7,500 yards at Coyote? Um, yeah, I mean, the the only thing that um, kind of screwed me was, can you guys hear Theo crying in the back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, was obviously I'm playing a new driver, and I'm still trying to figure out the launch and and stuff like that. And you hit the driver well. I hit it very well, right? So so I'm losing a little yardage, just a little yardage. I'm not getting the run out. So I did have a bit longer shots in because I wasn't getting the run out that I'm used to. Um, like a lot of the par fives, I I should have been able to get there in two, but I was just like a little bit out of reach because I wasn't getting the run out. So yes. Yes and no. I mean, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the driver. It's still new to me. It's only two rounds played, really. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think Coyote's too beefy for me. Other than maybe the par threes. The par threes are just ridiculous because it's yeah, they're so long. Like three of them are 240 yards or whatever. Well, no, two of them are 240, and that's what we did on the nice par though show. Was we did the par three challenge, so we. We all, we filmed the par threes, um, and calculated our scores for all those four holes. And Trey actually chipped one in, and I caught it on video, which was really nice. Uh, nice. I think that might be the first one I caught going in. Um, but no, I mean, other than other than the par threes, I don't think like most things are out of range for me. Other than not being able to get to some of the par fives and into, 
Par fives what are it's... beefy from the back. Oh, dude, I, I you know I've played Mitch's Revenge as many times as I have. I, I you know, I, I personally have zero business being on those back tees because it's just it turns it into a, a par seventy six course for me. Um, but like sixteen coming down the straight, I mean, that's got to be a monster from. And then if you have any wind, ugh. Yeah, I mean, and, and on 16, I hit I hit a really good shot, like probably close to 300, 280. And then I, I hit a great five wood, and I had like 100 yards in, and I just freaking dug my 60 degree in. Or no, I had 60 yards in, and I dug my 60 degree into the ground, and just and then that just blew my shit up. But <laughs> um I, f- I feel like I, I, c- I have the distance for sure. I mean, on a bad day, no, I, I don't feel like I can play from the back. But on a good day, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, interesting. Well, um, I played out at National uh, for, it was our first um, double par uh, venture with the VGN uh, skins game out there. Oh, one thing before you go deep into this and on Coyote. Did... Jeremy, did you say that they're building the second course out there? So I heard somewhere that there was a rumor about it, that they may be building another course. I was trying to think because I knew somebody mentioned this to me or to us or something that they said that they are going to build the second course. So I talked to the guy at the pro shop and I asked him, are you guys building the second course? I heard that it's going to happen. And do you know what he said? No. <laughs> exactly. He said, <laughs> he said there are absolutely no talks of that. <laughs> huh. I don't know where. I'm going to try to find out where I yeah, that. I was... we, we are currently in a state of shock that we have paychecks each Friday. Honestly, it's... Not it's, sure how that's happening. Golf is blowing up. They keep up driving like... out here, and they keep opening the doors, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was mentioning to someone when we played Paiute, and probably was you, Jeremy. I don't yep. know. Someone. It was. But... There is all this land out here and golf is booming and you can't find tee times. Why doesn't someone open another course or even like a pitch and putt or something? Because water. It's because they had rather fucking AstroTurf. Open a pop stroke. Open a open a mini golf course made of AstroTurf. Something. Somebody could capitalize on this if they have money right now. And Yeah, I agree. Make it make a pitch and putt pitch and putt over in AstroTurf. Like a nine hole, like forty yard holes. Like Tough thing out here right now, though, is the land value is so no, high. No, and I know that, but... You just... It's it's impossible to get a return on investment. I mean, that's why golf courses are closing and being sold the but land. if you buy the for, land, you're always going to own that land. Yeah. And you could but, rip it up, but capitalize on the opportunity because it's... Yeah, and then somebody comes in and says, Hey, Royal Links, that's been here for 20 years in a really shitty part of a town with an odd smell in the air. <laughs> um, why don't you sell us the land and we'll put houses on here and quadruple the value and, and okay. You know, I mean, that's the shitty part. Yeah. When you have a, a booming metropolis like this. Believe me, I every day I'm like, dude, there needs to be a golf course in, in the hills out here by me. I mean, I, I wish I wish I had some money because I would buy a corner on a on a you know, shopping center or something and open like a miniature golf course that's outside that has a really there cool used to be Goat one, Hill Park like There shack. used to be one on like Durango and Flamingo in the parking lot. Durango and no, that's or, that you're talking about like Fort Apache and Russell. Fort Apache. Yeah, or it was somewhere Aquindo, out there in the Quindo. It was right in the, the like 
it was like in a strip mall and it was on the corner of the parking lot. Yeah, that Thai food spot right there is bomb. <laughs> was it outdoor? But, yeah. yeah, it was outdoors. It was I went like to gated. an indoor one at like a strip mall somewhere in North Las Vegas one time with my cousin. It but was there's, an indoor. That's all we have though is indoor. Like yeah. Scandia is no longer around. Scandia was the shit. Mm-hmm. Area 15 took that spot over, I guess. Well, their parking lot did. Yeah. But yeah, that, that we, we were talking about that at Coyote. Like that needs to happen. And it's mind blowing that we don't have a, a pop stroke. I'm assuming there is, you guys are familiar with pop stroke, right? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like the top golf for miniature golf. It should, we should have one. Like it, how ki- how killer would that be at Town Square? But and then the the yeah at Town Square that would be that an would amazing just, spot for it. That would kill. But it's not that's not like a big tourist draw, and when people come and but they want to spend money, but it's close enough to the strip. I agree. No, I agree. I agree. I think it would be amazing because I live here and we don't have it and we want it. But for the investors that are going, you want to put this where? Why isn't it in a strip casino? Why isn't it on, you know, on Plus the strip? Plus there's a where... Taco Zo going across the street. Like... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. they, could, they could turn the old Fry's building into the world's largest indoor putt-putt facility. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the damn Pinball Hall of Fame opened up a new spot right there on the strip. Like, if yeah. they're, they got, they're people getting, putting quarters in machines and they have a spot on the strip, like... Someone can put some type of golf thing right there. There's a lot of people putting quarters in machines on the strip. <laughs> no, That's downtown true. maybe, but not on the strip. Uh, too funny. Okay, can we can we yeah, talk yeah, about golf ahead. now? Sorry. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. No, That's cool. Um, so we had the skins game. The it was the first uh, double par VGN skins game. It was held out at National. Um, at, had a really good time man. it was a little chilly in the morning that we were talking about you said there was ice in the golf balls the the mats at national were frozen like hard ice felt like you were skating on on the it was so hard to hit golf shots i went over and chipped and putted more than anything else because it was it was just bad i had to wipe slush off my face every time i swung the ball it was really weird because it wasn't that cold out there but it just i guess in the shade and the water um, but, uh, it was, it was a good time. The course played good. We got around in four hours and 20 minutes and hung out afterwards with everybody. And I didn't win any skins cause I didn't make any of my birdie putts really pissed me off. Yeah. Neither but, uh, I. well, I, I was happy cause I had, I did something that I've, I don't think I've ever done before on the ninth hole for all the times that I've played that course, either working out there or since I've been playing golf, Played it so many times. I have never hit the ball in the fairway or left of the fairway on number nine. I am always in the right, always in the trees, or always up against the fence in the range. Just always over there, yeah. just for some reason. Same. And so I said, I said to myself, I'm, I'm not hitting it right. I'm not hitting it right. Um, and I hit a great drive. It drew, overdrew a little bit. Ended up in the left side, and um, I was right across from the bunker. That's, I mean, it's a good drive for me. And uh, I had 185 in, and uh, I had a little tree trouble in front of me. Um, took out a five iron and just smashed it, and it cleared the tree by like two inches. So you just saw it the whole time tracking into the tree, and then it clears over it, lands on the green, dead center. And I was like, yeah, that was fucking nice. <laughs> it was so nice. Shout out and, five uh, iron. Yeah. And, uh, Rob Chapman, who's a new member and is a big fan of the podcast. So, Rob, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, sir. All the things, all the things he had to say about the show, I truly took to heart. It was pretty, pretty awesome. 
Um, and uh, he was in the bunker on the other side. So I come up and he's like, that sounded incredible. <laughs> it was like, I finally, finally starting to learn how to compress the ball right. And uh, I played pretty good. I bested my uh, tournament score by six strokes that we, when we played there a couple weeks ago. So I was happy about that. Had a couple really bad breaks um, on the par three eighth. Um, I hit my tee shot left. Uh, I was on the other side of the bunker on the left and the pin was on the left center. And so I had a downhill lie in one of those swales. So I opened the face like as far open as I can get it. And I was standing, you know, almost even with the ball with my feet. It was so wide open and I hit it. It went straight up and landed right on the edge near the fringe. And I'm like, yes. And then it released all the way across to the other side of the, <laughs> almost, almost went into the bunker. I'm like, wow. holy shit. I said, you know, and, and Rob was like, dude, they're, that was amazing how i don't know how what else you could have done but a couple breaks like that you know and it's another day but that stupid fucking 13th hole got me again (laughs) yeah pulled pulled it left hit a nice little punch shot down and it trickled into the bunker and three shots in the bunker (sighs) i just i the sand out there is really good and um i'm just not used to playing and good sand you know and i hit one shot and it just popped up and and landed right on the edge and dropped right back in and then i hit my second shot it did the exact same thing and fell right back into my hmm. mark or my uh, right left the chunk of sand out so i just like grinned down and just smashed it in the ground it popped right up <laughs> right to next to the cup and i'm like fuck speaking of bunker shots i had the most insane bunker shot out at coyote it was i found the most terrible bunker area you could be in is it on that par three like number 12 no, it was on uh what course sun or snow no it, uh, coyote. Oh, coyote coyote <laughs> oh wait, i know which one it is i know which one it is it is uh let's see so 10 11 in the front right there's like it's uh what is that that's it's the par five uh 11 yeah that's what i just said yeah, yeah. that's it it was it was ridiculous. those little fingers that stick out yeah my buddy randy lie. was in one of those downhill lie i mean i got it out pretty decently but man it was it was rough um, there is yeah, that some is some crazy. nasty nasty yeah. bunkering around there the yep. sand was really good out there though it's really good the sand at paiute is not good it looks no. pretty, but it right? is I so said that shallow, last week. man. It is like... It's Your like, club just slides across it. It doesn't dig at all. No. It's it's very hard underneath the half an inch of sand that's on the top. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. that's uh, what I was saying last week. It, it just it doesn't... When, when you look back, it just looks like someone took a, a, a shovel and just scraped it across because there's mm-hmm. no depth to that sand at all. Yeah. They may need I to feel like my, those. my bunker play has been pretty damn good as of late. Dude, go back out to National and test it because, whew, man. It's nice to see good bunkers, though. Yeah. I got on, on 11, I hit my tee shot, and it plugged, gave me a little, they're not plugged, it was like a fried egg mm-hmm. on an upslope on that that front bunker. Yeah, yeah. At, oh, my goodness, it was nasty. Nasty. So I had... My left foot was way high. My right foot was way low. I was choking down almost to the steel, and I was just like, 
practicing like i'm gonna mm-hmm. eat this and like, like he goes like you're chopping I, a tree down yeah <laughs> rob goes I, I saw you over there taking all those practice swings he's like and then i saw that you had your phone with you because you were taking a picture i'm like oh this can't be good <laughs> did you get it out you know First oh try. yeah got it out got it up missed a missed a par putt but you know got who it out. you gotta give yourself a chance nice sand you know who probably has nice sand revere concord no so hi somewhere we're gonna be tomorrow yeah. <laughs> Mia, Mia. <Uh-oh>. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the last. Well, last thing. Uh, I want to give some credit. A couple guys were out there chasing aces this weekend oh, at yeah. the players. Uh, Shane Lowry with his uh, hole in one on 17. What a great shot that was. Which I said was guaranteed. Yeah, well, we had some we had some great picks. Somebody said an albatross. There was an albatross. Uh, somebody Trey, said a hole in one in seventeen. Trey sent and, me a screenshot of what did he say? Something. Uh, someone put a bet on Shane Lowry to make a hole in one on seventeen in the wow. third round. Oh my god, that's pretty specific. At that 110, a time traveler at hundred and ten to one. I I feel like that might be fabricated because I feel like the odds would be higher than that. Way higher than that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those were his odds to win the tournament. <laughs> right. I mean, in the third round, on that hole, uh, 110 to 1. He's got to get to the third round, too. I mean, did he? Right. He's got to get to the bet? third round. Yeah. He's got one shot at that. Like, the odds of that, ha- like, no, I think that's no. higher. So, yeah, it would have to be way higher than that. $10, $10 paid 1100 supposedly, from what Trey sent me. That was done with the the sports book at Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and Victor Hovland this morning. Yeah, um, yeah. Hooped it. Just great shot. Dribbled right in there. And Which did you that see was the, the dunk? eighth hole, right? Because you said the eighth mm-hmm. hole, Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the eighth one. hole. Yep. 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 And then you also predicted that uh, Colin Marcow would miss the cut. So, I, I mean, did. we were on it. We were just... on it. Sorry, <laughs> Trey. <laughs> Like we're in back Sorry, to me. the future. <laughs> um, yeah. So the sports uh, almanac. Raise your hand if you're excited for so high. Change yeah. our name. Golf almanac. Yeah. Golf almanac. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's let's do it twice and be right twice before we get to that stage. <laughs> so uh, you guys ready for so high? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. know Jeremy's going to have a so high hat on tomorrow. I, just, Joe is going to as well, I think. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> going to have to buy one. I mean. I, I couldn't. I didn't like them. They, I, they, they were just too pointy at the top. I haven't worn my Shadow Creek hat like once. Neither have I. But I bought it. That's, that's, I just need to shelf that thing. That's what I should probably do with my hats. I'd probably just shelf them. They get more use than I have told sitting in my closet. Everyone at work that I will not be there on Tuesday at least four times every person just so like to try and like yeah. don't contact me Tuesday. Oh, I'm putting my phone on do not disturb. And just, I, I'm like not answering emails and nothing is happening. Tomorrow. We were in a BEO meeting today and I was like, Hey, just so you guys know, again, I told them <laughs> I'm not going to be here tomorrow. And then, yeah, we know Joe. Then chef goes, why? What are you doing? Golfing? I was like, well, actually I'm playing for a chair. I'm playing in a charity event <laughs> for fatherlessness. Yeah. yeah. So, hopefully, we have a big setup going on tomorrow, though, for March Madness. But hopefully, it goes smoothly. And But, yeah, I'm super stoked. And I'm just hoping nothing work comes crashing down on me to ruin the vibe. 
I'm kind of bummed it's a scramble. Obviously, it's going to be, but. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. what it is. We're but still going to get a chance to win something, though. Yeah. And, True. You know, I mean. In front of Derek Carr. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. you and Dan got to be more stoked than me and Matt because it, it's like. I am like preparing what I say to him when I walk up to him. (laughs) 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 Can I have an autograph? Big fan. (laughs) Yeah. Can I have your children? I mean, can I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can I be a surrogate? (laughs) I really could care less about the whole Raider fact. Yeah. Oh, I'm pumped about it. You know, as you know, born and raised and been a cowboy fan my whole life and have completely switched over to the Raiders and uh, I'm geeked about it. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. One but... of the best courses in town with the pro, one of their, you know, franchise leaders. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing great things for the community. And you ever listen to him talk? I mean, he's well-spoken, very family-oriented, and uh, he's doing good things in the community. I, I hope he sticks around. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he will. So we'll see. Uh, weather's supposed to be great. Yeah. Um, we got lucky course. there for sure course is i'm sure in good shape from the pictures that steve's been posting that i mean gosh it looks really good so he said it looks better from further away and it's not as great close up yeah that's but i mean yeah and you know i'm sure it's gonna be great i'm excited uh, yeah i told you guys earlier make sure you get there early because the practice facility is amazing yeah the putting green is amazing I'll be there the as early as I can. Is incredible. Mm. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Finally um, get to check it off. Finally. We don't get yeah. this opportunity very often. It's a good opportunity. So, All right. So this uh, last week that will happen on tour, we already talked about Cameron Smith at 13 under, won the players. Uh, Pablo Larazabal at 22 under, won the My Golf Life Open over in South Africa, the DP World Tour. And then, did you see any LPGA coverage at all? Uh, was it on bit. at all? It's like in the yeah. middle of the night. Yeah, it was like 10, 10 11 at night. Was it? Because it was like live with the players, and then the Thailand, players, right? and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw a little bit. Uh, uh, Speaking of, it, I love like I love live with the players, live with the masters. Live, oh, I so love good. watching those. Okay, so about that, did you see the little back and forth with Chambly and the the other guy when they were talking? When Chambly was talking about um, the seventeenth needs to be changed. No, I didn't see that. Did you see it, Jeremy? I didn't. I uh, heard I heard stuff about it after, but I didn't see it. It was well. Chambly was saying that, and I I, I have a lot of respect for him. I don't always agree with him, but I have a lot of respect for him because he's super freaking knowledgeable. We've talked about that before. Um, he knows his shit. Um, but he was saying that when conditions like what happened on Thursday and Friday happen and that hole is completely unplayable, that you can you can pull the right club, hit the right trajectory, hit the right shot, and still hit the ball in the water, that is going against what is supposed to be happening for this big of an event. So he he was suggesting having a front like uh, collection area and a back collection area to prevent balls from landing and spinning off the green no. in crazy conditions. Hey, he was, and, and, and hey, me personally, suck it up. Sorry. It, it sucks. Yeah. You know? 
oh well you got the bad luck of the draw let's see how creative you can be some guys did really well and some guys did terrible it it's the way it works like i mean i i've never played the hole right but all you got to do these guys are pros right manage your spin hit that bank and you're gonna you're gonna stay on the green like yeah. we're we're forced to play in in conditions like what are they ex expecting mother nature to always be perfect outside like screw you like this is what you're dealt you play with it everybody's got to play in it this is the hole it's been here since what 80 84 when when was tbc built sawgrass 82 something like that in the 80s listen to last week we talked about it i think yeah so like that's the hole we're not changing the hole because it's windy over a weekend sorry suck it up yeah i i, play the hole, I manage like... your spin hit the right trajectory that's everybody's got to do it it's yeah. the players. It's the fifth major. Get out of here. What do you think, Jeremy? I agree, hundred percent. I mean, Rory said there was a sixty a sixty yard wind they were hitting into. Oh yeah, and, and most of the guys were knocking it. it down. I loved it. Oh yeah, it was crazy watching those guys hit like six irons into that green. Yeah. Well, they they showed a a a graph where the the different trajectories, the ball height on, and who landed on the green and who didn't. And it was the there was the high, the middle, the low, and the lowest. And those low and lowest guys were doing the best at getting it to stay on the green. Um, but they had it was it was wild because you had a crazy wind, a really soft golf course on a shot that is going to put a ton of spin on the ball. So it, it was just it was like the perfect storm for you're fucked unless you hit it exactly where you need to. And, and it's going to be really, really hard to do that. And people hit great shots in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So it can be done. It's not like it's oh, impossible. Absolutely. And people yep. watch the players for 17. People watch waste management for 16. It's just, you know, you want to see bottle, water, bottle, balls Dude, go when, in the water. Like When Cam Smith hit that shot today and he sticks it tight. Oh, right? my God. Balls of steel. And, and then... Paul Casey is right behind him and all he has to do is get it on that upper shelf on the right and it's great conditions a little breezy but not much and he missed it by 10 feet 10 15 yeah. feet to the left 10 yards left and left himself with a stupid long putt to try and get you know save par but it's it's just it doesn't I don't think the conditions at that time change it are worthy of going like we need to big, change this whole it's design. a big target too it's not a small target yeah it's a big green it's a big green and it's just you know and that's the intimidation factor of that hole and that's what they that's what Pete die designed like i mean i i, I love the fact that professionals that play this game for a living are struggling to hit 140 up. yards yeah it, it it's in their head Yes. You know, it's totally a shot that should not be in their head is 100% in their head because if there's anybody in the world, you're picking the 140 guys that played this event to go up there and hit you a 140-yard shot where you got to hit the green. Yeah, I mean, 140 and, yards, like their average has got to be 20 feet, right? 21 feet, something like that. Yeah, 25, yeah. Probably something like that, I'd imagine. Like I, that I know green it's, is I know big it's enough. From 150, it's close Green's to that, big, so. big enough to find a spot to miss at 20 feet. Dude, if they yeah, add, it's, if they, it's creative. If they add collection areas, that whole changes completely. Exactly. Oh, absolutely does. Yeah, absolutely sure. does. The only it, it, it 
and they they got lucky because the the fringe or the the rough on the outside was keeping balls up like mm-hmm. oh absolutely they left it to where it was actually somewhat safe to spin it back because a lot of balls got caught up and they stayed up yeah. uh, uh, most stuff. of the balls i only that i saw go in the water were short or long oh what about the shank did you see who who hit the shank uh kind of shanked it Patton Kazire hit a massive shank. Oh my goodness! It it landed closer to the 16th green than the 17th. Oh, I didn't it see was that. it almost went that on that far. little island with the tree. Yeah, like the camera that's camouflaged on that little island. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that far. Like, whoa! You know, whoa. I loved I loved Brooks's reaction when he missed the green. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. All you can do is laugh about it, that shit. You know. Yeah, he felt like he hit a good shot, and then the wind just ballooned it completely, and he came up like thirty yards short or whatever. Yeah. You know, we we've seen we've seen Tiger hit it in the water from the drop area. Yeah, yeah. you know, it it happens. It's I love it. I love it. I don't want it to change. And then another one from eighteen. Go ahead, Joe. Oh yeah, that quote from Bradley where he was saying he said on what was that saturday or something where he said i just i hit a nine iron 93 yards and then three holes later i hit it 208 yards <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah dude 18 uh, i didn't i've never seen so many guys hitting it into the water on the left on 18 just like oh far to the left they weren't even like close to the. that was surprising for dude, adam, adam scott, scott to go did twice. It twice yeah i mean he yeah. finished uh at four under the cut was two he finished four over. The cut was two, you know, or was it one? Was it one or two? I think it was two. I don't recall. Um, and he finished at plus four. So those, you know, those four shots, the, the penalty, it's why he didn't make the cut. It was so cool to see those guys. Like I was watching uh, Morikawa and JT's group and them, them just like flaring it way right. Oh. Like past the crowd, like in onto that hill. Oh, I loved seeing that. It was awesome. It's great. And then uh, Lahari coming down the stretch just pipes it. Where I mean, I think the, the, like the last 10 tee shots on 18 that I watched were all right, all far right. And he comes up and just cranks it right down the middle. Man, he held his own, man. Like, really he good did. job. Really good job by him. It was, it was impressive. It was impressive. And he so, almost um, chipped it in on, the, on 18. Almost mm-hmm. forced playoff. Well, and that, that's another shot where, you know, he's 150 yards out. And, yeah. you know, you've hit this shot your whole entire life. But pressure changes you. Yeah, and Cam Smith's bogey save. That chip in there at the end was just money, dude. He just looked like stone, go, stone, stone cold killer today, man. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. He did not look like he was going to 23 putts. Yeah. Well, did putts. you see he set a record for the most putts yeah. ever or the least amount of yeah. putts? Yeah. He averaged or he had 101 putts for the tournament. Yeah. That's 25, 25 a day average. Insane. Unreal. Yeah, and he was Unreal. 11 plus 11 strokes game putting. Plus 11. Yeah. That's, Over plus 11, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen it higher than like 3.5 or something like that. That is that is insanely insane. high. That so shows you that nobody else was putting well, and he was just geez. in fire. There's been so here's a little stat for you, stat guy. So there's been almost <laughs> seven hundred. I shot out right there. <laughs> Bing, yep, there guy. we go. Seven hundred official events in the Shotlink era. Seven hundred official events in the Shotlink era where we've tracked all these stats. Uh-huh. Only two percent 
of those have gained 11.5 plus strokes on the green that were winners. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So it's happened. Yeah. But not that's often. a solid performance. And he, and he won by one. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's shows you how well those other guys were playing. Look at Sam Burns. He shot 67, 68. Mm-hmm. I think is what it was on the two worst condition days and then much better conditions. He was over par. Some guys just get up for that stuff and it doesn't affect him as much. I mean, I really, really would love to play Sawgrass. Like after this weekend, I really like, it really made me want to play it more. Did yeah. um, you guys see the controversial uh, burger drop? Yep. Joel Ooh, Damon no, was involved again in another Joel Damon and uh, Hovland. Yeah. <laughs> they were saying it was back further and Daniel Berger was saying, no, it's up further. And uh, they were like, yeah, that's not what we saw. And he's like, I'm going to drop it here out of respect for you guys, but you guys are wrong. Like, Ooh. And there's a whole conversation. Like, There's like five yeah. clips on the PGA Tour uh, Instagram. But yeah. Where did, uh, wh- who was right? Did he, he have video? I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to tell because you're looking at shot tracer, sh- yeah. shot tracer on 16. Sure. Tracer. Yeah. Sure. Tracer. Sure. Tracer. Powered by hose garden. <laughs> shot tracer. Hosen by hosen gardens. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that was, it. that wow, was, that was pretty funny to watch. I have yeah. to find that clip. Did you, did you see the uh, Terrell Hatton blow up? I didn't see that. Oh, dude, it was it was fantastic. Uh, people on Twitter were like, "We need to have um, what's the sport network over there called?" Sky, Sky Sports. Yeah, we need a Sky Sports in uh, in America. Let's see. Yeah, I can find this real quick. Didn't Matt Wolf get do a club toss too? Yeah, he chucked one in the water. Oh yeah, they, they, he 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 well. said it slipped. But yeah, he yeah, dropped. He, his... he dropped. Yeah, slipped. Man, and there's a lot of shit that happened. This Dude, week. DJ shooting that. a 63 in the final yeah. round. Yeah, tied the course kinda... record. Yeah, DJ's must be playing well. Well, he he hold out on nine for mm-hmm. eagle. Yeah, here it is. Is it conclusion of round three and round four? Rich Bing back alongside me watching. That was birdie putt at three. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> if you've ever played golf for a living, you'll completely understand what he's on about. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not great? Oh. He may be one of the most entertaining to watch. Yeah. Oh. That's why uh when later on in the in the broadcast when he was going for a, a par putt and and uh Faraday's like well, we'll be able to hear if he doesn't make this one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Too funny. Okay, so uh, the Thailand, Honda LPGA Thailand, it was uh, Nana Kurtz Madsen. I don't know if I'm saying that yeah, right. Kurtz. I apologize. Uh, 26 under, she won that tournament. So um, our results and the standings for the season-long CDP locks. Uh, I had Adam Scott. He missed a cut. Wah, wah, wah. And then freaking my backup plan, Trey, with Colin Marikawa, also missed a cut. So big fat goose egg for me this week. Uh, Joe had Max Homa. Uh, he finished 13th. He got 57 points for that. He was on a roll today too, man. Yes, he played really well. Uh, 10 points a bonus for top 20. 
Jeremy had Victor Hovland. You won the week, sir. Finished ninth. 79 points plus 20 for a top 10. So through 20 tournaments, maybe that's 21. I don't know if I changed that. Uh, Joe is at 2,335. I am at 969. And Jeremy is at 963. So uh, the entertaining battle is between Jeremy and I. Yeah. We did not um, mention, though, that I did say last week, I really like Cam Smith in this. I just want to say yeah, that. Yeah, but you say that every I week. I just want to say that. No, I don't say that every week. <laughs> yeah, you did. I do no, say yeah, totally I like did. Harry Higgs, and I say Joel Damon maybe every week because their odds are so high. <laughs> <laughs> no, he played. He Man, I, I thought for sure that's who you were taking. D- dude, and, and like I, I know I texted you guys earlier. I was going to put money on him on because when we did the odds uh, last week when we recorded, previously in the day, it was 25 to 1, which... I would have took him right on your bubble. And then when we were saying it, it was 22 to one. And I was just like, oh, I'll skip. And then I looked Saturday night and he was back up to 25 and I was going to put 10 bucks on him. And I, I didn't. So, but mm. whatever. Mm. Joel Damon played pretty damn well too. Yeah, he did. He, At did. Two, he was like 225 to one. Mm-hmm. Totally worth five bucks. <laughs> totally. Totally. So he does uh, have you. You did say last week. He does he I, have the I, ball striking I, for this? I, I was questioning it. Yeah. I much respect to Mr. Damon. Yeah. So uh, FedEx Cup standings updated. Uh, Scotty Scheffler still holds on to the top spot, followed by Cameron Smith, Hideki Matsuyama, who withdrew. That was kind of bummed. Um, Tom Hoagie and finishes off with Taylor Gooch. Uh, OWGR was not updated because the event ended today. So. Um, I'm sure the standings are going to change a little bit because Cameron Smith was, I think, in the top 10. Yeah, he's top mm-hmm. 10. Top 10. So That's what they he's going he to move up because that was a stacked field. So he's going to get a lot of points for that. You know what I was surprised about was the top of the leaderboard wasn't as like name brand as I thought it would be for Dude, the players. There was, you know? there was a bunch of nobody. Well, not nobody's, but to you know nobody's I mean. to, the, to the average fan. Yeah. Which like a, I'm sure people the the casual golf observer tuned in and went, huh? Who's Lahiri? <laughs> huh? <laughs> who? Who? Yeah. Uh, but they missed some good golf. They didn't stick around. Yeah, so for sure. All right, Jeremy, what do we got going on this week? All right, we are at the Valspar Championship, uh, one of the toughest courses on tour. Innisbrook Resort, favorite. Copperhead. Yep, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, par 71, 7,300 yards, 500-point event. Uh, Sam Burns is the defending champ. And, of course, uh, TV, we've got PGA Tour Live, Golf Channel, and NBC. This is a fun one to watch. This is – I know Trey yeah, talked they, they to us say, quite a bit about this course, but – Yeah, they say it's a tour hit. favorite. The guys yeah. love playing there. Yep. Um, and then DP World Tour is at the Stein City Championship, the club at Stein City, Johannesburg, South Africa. Par 72, 7,700 yards. Yep. Uh, and then LPGA Tour comes back March 24th for the JTBC Classic in California. Corn Ferry is at the Chitimacha Louisiana Open in Bras- I remember Brassard. you saying that last year. Yeah. <laughs> Louisiana. It's good to have them back. Le Triomphe. Le Triomphe. Le Triomphe. Golf and Country Club. And then yeah, PGA- Corn Ferry's back finally. Yeah, finally. And then PJ, yeah, we'll see Harry again. Be good to see. Yes. Uh, yep. He was on a plane this morning. Yep. And then PJ Tour Champions returns April 1st. And that is not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. Did Maybe. you check? 
did you check? Maybe I'm fucking with you. Cool. Some good golf coming up. All right, let's uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Ask any golfer, and they'll tell you their hole-in-one story, whether it went in or not. Chasing Aces is a brand that was launched with the idea that everybody is welcome on the course. They believe in building a community through their shared love of the game. Golf comes with pressures and expectations, and that includes what you wear. Chasing Aces hats, performance polos, and t-shirts keep you looking sharp from the clubhouse to the tee box. So take the pressure off. We're all here to have a good time. Walking the fairways in Chasing Aces means you see every hole as a golden opportunity. Please visit ChasingAcesGolf.com, and you can find them on Instagram as well at ChasingAcesGolf. Even the best are Chasing Aces. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. Over the course of a four-hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheBobWest or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. Let's play around. Golfers, tee it up this year at Las Vegas Golf Superstore for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the new Rogue ST Drivers, Callaway's most stable driver ever, with tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and AI flash face. Engineered for max speed and forgiveness. Four different models to fit every golfer's needs. Think speed, go Rogue. Swing by Las Vegas Golf Superstore and get custom fit for the new Rogue ST Drivers today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at Worldwide Golf Shops. Look at this Instagram. Welcome back. Let's get into some Instagram golf talk. Joe, who you got this week? Oh, shit. Um, Matt, right. who you got this week? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, so uh, I found this page recently. Um, the owner of the brand is actually based in Mesquite. Um, it is BIA Original, BIA Original. Um, BIA is their logo. They have hats, visors, looks like a couple clothing pieces. Uh, new company uh, starting things off here in the desert. So I thought I told him I'd throw him some love. He sent me a hat, which I'm rocking right now. I uh, have some pics of that up on the IG later, but uh, check him out. Another little local clothing brand. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Who's ready? Who's ready? Um, who's next? I'll go with this one. Uh, so <clears throat> this is at Golf Architecture, uh, at G O L F I T E C T U R E. Um, a bunch a bunch of random, random ass photos uh of golf yeah. stuff but they have some cool um gear they have like a a long sleeve shirt that's like says you're with the golf course maintenance crew and then uh there was a tiger one let me see if i can find it so i know what i'm talking about oh yeah so for those that know frank ocean they did a shirt where tiger was blonde after the um when he dyed his hair blonde and Frank mm -hmm. Ocean had an album called Blonde. You guys probably don't know Frank Ocean, do you? Jeremy oh. White. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a cool little shirt. Uh, but a cool little brand. Another another brand that I found off the Golf Homie. So, shout out the Golf Homie. He's, he's nice. tuned in. 
with the rat stuff. I like it. They have been followed. And they have a picture of Larry David holding I was just going to say, Larry David holding a golf club, I was sold. <laughs> you know, we have, a, we have a framed picture of Larry David in our living room. No, I did not know that. So he looks like, like, hey, that's our grandpa. Kind of like thing. <laughs> like for those that catch it, it's pretty funny. That's, that's very Larry that. David. Yeah. To have a Larry <laughs> David picture in your... <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Dude, his stuff, uh, his golf stuff on the show is hilarious. Oh, uh, I would yeah. literally love so much to play golf with Larry David. Right. Oh, it would be too good. All right, Jeremy, who you got? Um, I'm going to go with a, it's actually a shoe brand. Um, Dan introduced it to me a while ago. Painter Golf, P-A-Y-N-T-R Golf. Um, I think I saw a few tour players wearing these shoes and I could not figure out what they were. So I asked and they answered and Painter Golf and I'm going to order a pair. I think they look really good. Yeah, they yeah. got some good. They got some good gear too. Their golf bag mm-hmm. looks amazing. Their their beanies look really cool. I have yet to uh, grab a pair, but I love I love the sole and yep. and the, the overall look of the shoe. They they remind me of the um, the Tomos. They got that same design that I really like. Yeah, I mean I've seen Dan wear them and, and they look really good. Yeah, we got that uh, trapezoidal base for stability. That's mm-hmm. uh, really good. Really good. All right. Well, that'll do it for a look at this Instagram this week. Do yourself a favor. Follow those accounts. Let them know we sent you there. Nobody does that. So, if you want to. <laughs> <you can. laughs> I don't care if the sun don't shine. I do my drinking in the evening time when I'm in Las Vegas. Welcome back, Dean. Viva Las Vegas. Dude, I'm so pumped for so high. I'm going to have to take a muscle relaxer (laughs) and some melatonin tonight to get to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. This is just one of those days where you're like so geeked that you have a hard time going to sleep, so... Yeah, it's like Christmas morning. I'm going to have to put on the uh, Boeing documentary again because that <laughs> shit put me right out last night. <laughs> you, you know, you, you find a, a show that you're like, damn, this looks really good. I've heard some good things about it. I'm going to watch this. And then you wake up and Netflix is on something else because it just no, kept it says, going. Are you still watching? <laughs> are you still watching? <laughs> we can hear you snoring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm geeked about so high. It's been I played it and let's see, it was like October of twenty sixteen, I think. Twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. So it's been a bit since I've, you know, hit a golf ball on that course. Been out there a ton for the Southern Highlands Master Collegiate Masters, but be the first time in a while that I I've teed it up, so I am pumped. I'm stoked to to check a course off in town that is I just not I just an hope, easy one to check off. I know it's a shotgun. I just don't want to start on 18 because 18 is such a you know just a a storybook ending of a golf hole of an amazing golf course. Yeah. And I just don't want that to get shattered by starting there because it that's the one but, thing I hate about the shotguns is Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to see all the golf holes, but there's, you know, golf course architects design courses for a reason the way they do yeah and robert trent jones did a masterful job 
of going from 16, 17 to 18. It's, it's just an amazing three hole stretch. And, and I hope we get to at least do 16, 17, 18 in a row, not mm -hmm. some other way. Yeah. So not to jinx it, but usually when I play in these shotgun start scrambles, I'm on hole one. Ooh. The majority of the time this happens. Well, so we're I'm not really playing with Derek Carr, so I doubt I, that's going to happen. Maybe we'll be 1B. That's true. <laughs> 1B would be good. I'm yeah. down with 1B. 1B would be nice. I, I can handle 1B. I, I'll take yeah. 1C, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be a long day, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they said lunch is at one thirty, so five hours. Yeah, five hours. I'm, I'm, I'd be happy with five hours. Oh yeah. Well, the thing that I like is I. It is pressure free golf for me because I'm playing with three bombers, <laughs> so I don't even have to worry about pressure drives. I'm just gonna go up there and hit it like I do when we play freaking five iron, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just walk another 40 yards up and hit one of the best balls that you guys hit. So <laughs> it's no pressure golf for me. I'm stoked. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then we got five iron starting, uh, yeah. again, tomorrow night. We do. Season turns around quickly. Um, so we'll be back at that. So that's a good long day of golf for, uh, Joe and myself. Yeah. Jeremy, you get to go home and just sleep. It's going to be nice. And yeah. watch the players final round. And, and <laughs> yeah, it's just still going, right? <laughs> Tell your kids all about meeting Derek Carr. Hey, Zane's already gave gave me a jersey and a football card. So uh, nice. I told him to Mac. That's that's yeah, I'm not gonna stand there while he signs <laughs> all this memorabilia. <laughs> You're gonna sign this Derek Carr. <laughs> I mean I'm gonna sell it anyway, but <laughs> just kidding. Uh should I bring my jersey? Hmm. I was thinking about going to buy a football, but I, I did not. Are you that. wearing your Raiders polo tomorrow? No. Oh. No? You're not going to be that guy? No. Good. I'll wear think, so I've heard some rules about So High. Their mm -hmm. dress code. You don't wear a hat in the clubhouse. Oh, God, no. You don't wear... You're never supposed to wear a hat in the clubhouse. That's not a So High rule. That's a old traditional golf okay. rule. Well, yeah, I haven't played a, a lot of old traditional courses, I guess. <laughs> Dude, I, I, the, I was not privy to that rule coming from the east side of Vegas and growing up on the <laughs> ditch. Um, and I was with Andrew, and I can't remember where we were. Um, what course were we at? But we, we walked in, and he freaking smacked me on the back of the head. He's like, get your fucking hat off. <laughs> it's like, oh, my bad. Sorry, I didn't know about it. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a respect thing. Yeah, I know that rule, but I have yeah, never done that. I'm just so used to wearing a hat. Yeah. Yeah. I can't what other rules? Did, is there other ones? Um, I can't remember. I was just. We don't have to wear pants, right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no cut off jeans though. And yeah, tank tops leave your cut off jeans at home. Damn it. <laughs> leave Damn leave it. your tank tops at home too. And your metal spikes. <laughs> <laughs> no sunflower seeds and turn your ringer uh, off are bandanas yes. okay <laughs> you know i wondered if my my travis matthew hoodie is acceptable we'll see i'll find out all right mm. you never know i don't know bring it back up just in case yeah it's uh, gonna be a beautiful day though i mean i don't what is the what is the weather like it's supposed to be 80 it's going to be, yeah, it's, I'm sure it'll be cold in the morning. It'll be 
50 or whatever when we start, but it says 48 degrees at seven. Or eight nine one four one. High of eighty one. Where I'm at right now. Oh, you're close enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna get it's much gonna warmer a, on the other side of the fifteen. Great. Day. Ideal conditions. Yes. Yeah. So does it show wind? Uh I can pull it up. This weather report brought to you by Polk Audio. Southern high. So is so high is there a lot of elevation or is it is it built down? <laughs> or <laughs> there's there's some elevation. <laughs> Because number 10 yeah, is the, the highest point, the, right? The T-Box? The the 10th hole. No, the 11th, 11th T-Box. Okay. The 10th hole is a uh, Rochambeau-U hole. Um, mm. it, it is straight uphill. Uh, it, yeah, it, it is a kick-you-in-the-nuts hole. All right, 52 degrees at 8 a.m., 5 miles an hour. 9 a.m., 58 degrees, 4 miles an hour. And it just gets better and better and better. So 60 when we tee off? Yeah. Uh, it gets to 10 miles an hour at 4 p.m. So I think we're good. Nice. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. So uh, we got the Valspars this week. Joe, you want to get into the locks Damn. and the odds? Yeah, I can do that. Are you, are you prepared? I mean, let's see if they even have them up because the players just ended today. So... They might be oh, like yeah, huh? that. I will Sports probably should be on too. it. They probably already had it running. They don't have it up. They were letting you bet like while rounds were still going. No, I don't see it. I don't see Get the, Shut the front door. Nope. Let's see if I can pull it up on the webs. Val Spark. Well, the Masters odds update. We got John Rahm at uh, twelve to one, Colin Marikawa at twelve to one, Patrick Cantley at twelve to one, Cameron Smith at fourteen to one, which I'm sure just went up. Justin Thomas at sixteen to one, Kepka sixteen to one, Hovland sixteen to one, Rory eighteen to one, Jordan Spieth eighteen to one, and Xander Shoffley twenty two to one. Cam Smith is a is a good bet for the Masters because Oh his yeah, style he's the only play. player who shot four rounds in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Right? Didn't I mean, he do that last year? Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's had great showings out there. All right, I found on Covers.com, which is a great sports betting website, if I do say myself. I've won plenty of baseball bets from this information I found on the site. Uh, for Valspar, your favorite is uh, Justin Thomas at 8-1. to one. Uh, Victor Hovland, 10-1. to one. This is very different to read. DJ twelve to one. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler fourteen to one. Paul Casey sixteen to one. Sam Burns twenty two to one. Javakwan uh twenty two to one, along with Ustazen. Sung Jay Abraham Answer twenty five to one. Bubba Watson thirty three to one. Kokrak thirty three to one. Taylor Gooch forty to one. Chris Kirk forty five to one. Uh Gary Woodland forty five to one. And Kevin Kisner fifty to one. And that's that's all they That's all me. you got. It's funny like they that. say odds courtesy of William Hill, but they're not even up on William Hill. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Uh, somebody has been found out there. All right. Well, Joe, you uh, – no, Jeremy, you yeah, won Jeremy the week won. with the Hovlandi pick. Yeah, I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler. 14-1. Well, I'll, I'll get the odds from William Hill right. once they yeah. once they go up. I mean it would be nice to even just see the field. Yeah. Let me let me pull up Valspar. 
This is where one of us needs to get a different sports book just so we have other options. <laughs> I mean, but a lot of them might not even have it up because they literally just ended and they, they calculate world ranking points into these odds and, oh, and sure, stats sure and do. stuff. You know, they're they're so dialed in that they're probably Maybe still they working, on working it. a little overtime tonight. Yeah. Maybe they put it under women's college softball by accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't. <laughs> But that's that's something you could bet. Um, do you have a player that you're you're thinking, Matt? You, I mean, oh, I know who I'm taking. Well, you can say it. No, you got your pick. Well, I'm I'm trying to look through the field real quick. All right. Are you are you allowing me to pass you? Yeah, you can pass. Okay. I am I am going with somebody who played great this week and a surprise and loves this golf course, Keegan Bradley. All right, good pick. Mr. Strixon himself that's not playing a Strixon driver. He played so good today. He played really good He did good play really good today. Like there was someone I, I was thinking of picking, but I can't remember who it was, and I wanted to see if they were in the field first. More Kava's playing in it. Wow. Yep. 20 of the top 50 are in there. Oh, that's who I wanted to see. Uh, let me just check to see if he's in the field. What? Morikawa is not even on those odds on cover. <laughs> I'm going to take Russell Knox. Knox. Another guy who played great this weekend. Exactly. And that's why I, was, I saw him playing very well. And well, He's another hometown boy. He said he, they said he lives right there. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not sawgrass, but it's, you got to hit it well off the tee out there. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's a uh, shot maker's course. Off the tee is critical. Yeah. And the all the things I was saying is that the tour guys just love it. And so. it's got the snake pit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always love the courses with the bear trap or the snake pit or something like that. Yeah. The, the devil's trying. Amen's corner. <laughs> you know, something. <laughs> Little three hole stretch, catch you up real quick. Do you like the the Devil's Triangle as a name for Legacy? Yeah, I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. You played know. Legacy, haven't you, Jeremy? Yeah, I've played a few times. There's never you know been a you... blade of green grass on that course, and I. Didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I wish you could have seen it back in the day. That might even be lush. more of a ball strikers course there than Wild Horse. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Honestly, I've played it in really good shape, and it's. Yeah, it's been it's been green before. It definitely when has. when that course is is lush and green and my god, it's a good golf course. The only drawback of Legacy is the 18th hole, in my opinion. I I think it's lackluster, mm-hmm. but um, great layout. The, the driving range hole. Yeah, it's a great layout though. It totally looks like a driving range. It sure does. It's it looks like a hole that you just forget about in the middle of your round. Yeah. It's yeah, the, the the seventeenth needs to be the eighteenth hole there, right? Yeah, because that's a great hole. It is. A, it is a really good hole. Speaking of great holes, it is March, and every year in March we do the Vegas rankings, which means we've got a couple weeks left to get our rankings done. Have you guys made any progress on your spreadsheets lately? I haven't even started. I've started. You started. Yeah. Are you are you are you seeing a little difference? Uh, on a few compared yeah. to last year. Yep. Right. 
Yeah, I am too. I am too. I'm almost done. Uh, so uh, we got that coming up um, shortly. I'm not sure when we're going to do that, but we'll get it recorded and put it out there. We'll do it in one episode as... Uh, as? Is that the right word? As? A special? As? As? Yeah, it'll be a special episode that goes out. Um, you know, the first year Joe and I did it, we did it over four episodes. That was kind of lengthy and unnecessary last year we condensed <laughs> it to one uh longer episode uh when jeremy came on so um we're gonna do the same thing it'll be just one episode you know we don't need to go into details the courses that are on the bottom of the list because we know why they're on the bottom of the list so um but yeah uh one of the big changes this year is we had price as a uh a factor uh, factor and i reworded it a little bit and it's now value slash price so you know like uh example um cascada it's very expensive you know four hundred dollars to play there but what you get for that four hundred dollars is incredibly value incredibly valuable you know an amazing golf course amazing practice facility amazing atmosphere you know off the charge customer service so you get a lot of value for that price so that is going to change a lot of things um, because there are courses um, in this town that like to charge way more than what I feel is a value. <laughs> um, so where that course last year may have not took a hit for that, this year they're going to. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all comes out to play and we actually have a, a few new courses that we're adding to the list this year so which, yes which yes it's, good. it's getting down i mean i well we checked flip. off anthem me and you uh-huh that was never um, checked off we're checking off so high for me and jeremy tomorrow i let's see where did it go you played red rock country club no i haven't played anything that's right you got screwed out of that that day yep um oops where'd it go damn it that's not the one i wanted do 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 now, should we be looking at this through the lens of first time I'm going to go play? Because Cascada value to me for $400 would be a little bit different to somebody playing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's you just have to do it from your gut, like what you how you feel it is. You know, um, well, the thing is, is I'm not going to pay $400 to play Cascada when I know I can play it for to 20 well, two absolutely. times so and that's that's where it's kind of skewed there so well, should we it, be looking at it from a first timer's point of view is my question i think you should be looking at it as if you paid the 400 yeah no thank you <laughs> but, but you didn't but you didn't so when you did play it if it was 400 dollars, how would you for the first time i played it sure okay what does that's that matter fine, the first time or the because I'm not going to pay $400 if I already played a course. Well, I understand that. Right. But so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so the, I, I should, I should venture so back think in time. Of, think back about it this way. No, think about it this way. The, the people that are going to be listening to these rankings are going to be a lot of locals and a lot of people that are coming, going to come to Vegas to play and they're going to look at the rankings. So I would suspect that the majority of the people have not played these courses. So okay, I just want to make sure we're all it. on the same page. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. have the most dialed in statistical thought out ranking this, system in this the world. ranking, this ranking season episode 
is like going they to need make, to teach classes on this ranking system is what i'm saying it, and that's what is, i'm trying to get it in, is going to put a Stanford. ripple in the space-time continuum it is going to seriously like mess people up and that's why i'm just trying to get the logistics down okay. so first time we're going back in time yes. to the first time we played a course go back in time okay some some of them maybe you've only played it one time so it could be you know like so high it's going to be your first time and probably last time <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> it could, potentially i mean who knows yeah, you never know like with, with shadow the first time you play shadow you know, it's it's gonna have a little bit more. It's gonna have more luster. Special place in your yeah. heart. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Okay. And like me, I've played it. I'm never gonna pay what you have to pay to go play it right now. I just I'm not gonna do it. So but I what totally is get what, what is saying. so high right now? Like, did we determine that? Because it's like two seventy five guess rate, right? Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah. Should should we should we say everything that is either uber private and difficult to get on is just like pebble prices like should we just cap that like five hundred dollars around well i mean that's one of the things that uh like um so high and anthem and dragon ridge kind of took a hit on last year because their price was high so yeah. they didn't rank well for price but now as price for value you know if if um it was 125 to play as a guest at Anthem. I think, you know, you're getting that experience of a private club. You don't have to worry about the Muni golfers. You're experiencing a new course. I mean, there's a lot of value in that price. For $125, absolutely. But, I mean, yeah. what does it cost to someone that doesn't have the in there? You know what I'm saying? Like, should we just say know. it's $500? I don't know. Go find out how much it costs us to play uh, the Summit, and we'll calculate that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, that's another one. It's like, how do you how do you calculate the price to play that course? You can't you can't quantify that. Like, yes, we could. You can be if you play it. Yeah, but we could be invited by some random off the street that I spent, you know, a thousand dollars on a gas tank to get to the gas station to get more gas, so you and then I met him be, there. Who knows? You wouldn't be able to put a price to value on a course you got comped if you knew what the rate was. Right, but how do you calculate the value if you don't know the price? Is what I'm saying. What's the price of the? What's the price of it? Because well, we'll just find. We'll find out. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's just create the benchmark. Like any course like that, like Summit, So High, mm -hmm. Shadow. We'll just call that. Well, we know Shadow's price. That's a thousand. Yeah. So I say we just say it's five hundred dollars for any round because that's. I think that's fair. Okay, I can see that. I'm just trying to, like I said. Dial in the logistics. Jeremy, have you, what, that's what I was trying to, oh, here, that's what I was bringing up. The courses we have yet to finish. Um, so I have, oh, that's not the right one. Damn it, why, why can't I find this? Should be. I hate this freaking computer sometimes. I know. I have Red Rock Country Club. There it is. All right. I found it. Um, so I have, let's see. I have yet to play Casablanca, Durango Hills, Eagle Crest, Falcon Ridge, Highland Falls, um, the Lakeview Executive out in Pahrump, Los Prados, Mojave Resort in Laughlin, Oasis Golf in Mesquite, Red Rock, and Summit. 
Jeremy, I have you as Anthem, Durango Hills, Eagle Crest, Lakeview, Las Vegas Country Club, um, the Mojave Resort, um, Painted Desert. Did you play Painted Desert? Yeah, I played Painted and Dragon Ridge. Yeah, I got Dragon Ridge off. Yeah. So Painted, so uh, Red Rock Country Club, Shadow Creek, Southern Highlands, uh, Sunrise Vista at Nellis, and the Summit. So I can take Painted Desert off. And then Joe, I've got... Uh, Casablanca, Conestoga, Falcon Ridge, Lakeview Executive, Mojave Resort, Oasis, Red Rock, Country Club, Shadow Creek, So High, Sunrise Vista, and the Summit, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, So, cool. so High will be checked off. And there's got to be somebody that's listening that can get us to Red Rock Country Club. So let's try and get that done before the rankings are due. Anybody. Or Summit. Or Summit. Either one, yeah. Listening up there in your... 12,000 square foot home. We'll have yeah. to talk to Tyler, Tyler Wagner, and see if he can. Uh, now that uh, daylight is a little longer, we should maybe just, since it's a course that Theo could probably come on, like let's just go to Sunrise Vista and get that done too. And Durango Hills. Durango Hills too. That's the course Theo could come to too. Yeah, definitely. Have you played that? You haven't played that, Jeremy, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that's played that well. Yeah. I was going to try and knock it out last week when I had to drive out to Arborview High School three different times, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Dude, I was deep. Buffalo and farm is deep. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what people at Paiute are like, Dude, where are you? <laughs> yeah, it feels like way deeper than Paiute. It's crazy. It does, man. <laughs> it, it is such a weird area. If you get off see, on the freeway before Paiute, it feels further than Paiute. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see, um, congrats to Peeler and his soon-to-be wife. Did you see they bought a house? They broke ground, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah. So I sent a message. I go, sweet, Henderson? Question mark? <laughs> like, nope, Sky Canyon. No, I said, pit you're stop. going the, you're going the, the wrong way. to way. Aliante. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. All right. That will uh, wrap it up for this week. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, hope you enjoyed the, the Monday finish. And uh, got a quick turnaround as golf picks right back up Thursday. At least they don't have to travel far. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're, you know, other side of the country. Yeah. Kevin Kisner posted a picture of the minivan he'll be driving to Tampa. (laughs) 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 It's probably a downgrade. He played well, too, man. He played well. He did. did. A lot of guys played good. It was fun to watch. So, and we're getting closer and closer to the Masters. Very close. Yeah, twenty-four days. Tis the season. Tis yeah, the man. season. April is coming. April is coming. All right, fellas. Uh, everybody, again, thanks a lot for uh, tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next week with another show. We're gonna go out tomorrow and play some golf at So High, and we are going to chase some daylight. Later. And what'd you say? And hopefully some aces. And some aces. And yes, chasing some aces. Chasing some aces. Always chasing aces. (laughs) All right. Later. Later. Later.